If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. What's the great podcast on iTunes? The Friend Zone. The friend zone, the friend zone, the friend zone, the friend zone, ah, the friend zone, the friend zone, the friend zone, blues, 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 the friend zone, the friend zone, ah, the friend zone, ah, the friend zone, gonna take it to the blues, the friend zone, might hear it on Bill Street. Going through your TV. Let me tell you what we mean. Welcome to the friend. The friends do. We have no yeah. eyes to tickle, so that was perfect. Yeah, that's what's up. That's how we do it around that, here. That was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. Did you like it? I really felt. When that I one. realized what was happening, then I was like, "Oh my god!" See, that's the thing, friend. You know what's for you is for you. You understand what I'm saying? That was a gift. That was divine. That was that divinely was. inspired for you. That was Absolutely. perfect. We wanted you to feel good about that. We that did. Good. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly dose of all things mental health mental wellness and mental hygiene because who in the hell thought i was about to do the drum roll but i'm not wants a musty brain what's happening <laughs> what's happening what's going on? i don't want no musty brain do you asante no do you friend no thanks and i ain't gonna have one and we ain't gonna let y'all have one either so welcome to the friend zone what's going <laughs> That's on right. i like the way my voice sounds much better when i talk like this so i'm gonna try to hold this tone the entire show all right all right because sometimes I get lasts. excited and then I be going off and nah, and I ain't doing none of that today. Today it's all right. Here. But what if you we'll get see. really excited? So you just going to rein it back in? Slow and steady. That's the words. Uh-huh. Don't raise my voice even yeah. if I say a verb. verb. I'm really cool like peaches and herb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of herb, I meet you on the curb. Guess what? I got something to say. I'm ready to start the show. Not tonight, but today. <laughs> Let's go. What's up? I do weddings, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> 
All right. Baby showers. <laughs> I would pay to, to see alternative school graduations. <laughs> Look, there he go. Mm-hmm. He gonna he gonna be at the next sip and see Phaedra has with somebody else's Not man. a sip. Leading the hustle. I'm gonna be the one to tell the DJ, cut on candy by cameo. Cut it on right now. And I'm gonna bring everybody to the middle of the floor to do the hustle. That's me. <laughs> you guys. Shout out to, to Kid Fury. That's one of his favorite songs. Yes. And shout out to Kid Fury. So Fellas, hey y'all. What's the plan? What are we talking about today? How you brought the idea today, and you asking us what we talking about today? Well, you know, we always <laughs> have to play that game. Like, so, <laughs> what's no, we, the topic? No, we don't. <laughs> no, we ain't got to play with nobody in the friend zone. I want to be able to come in here one day and sit down and be like, so y'all, like, let's talk about some shit whenever I'm ready. But that's not gonna happen. So, well, we um, if you've been on Twitter this week, you'll see that there was an article that went viral, kind of. And it's called Get Rich or Die Vlogging, The Sad Economics of Internet Fame. God damn. Internet fame. The sad economics. (laughs) The sad economics. Of internet fame. Scratching and and surviving. I don't know why that phrase makes me laugh. It was written by Gabby Dunn, and you can find it on fusion.net. I'll make sure to post a link um, underneath the SoundCloud for those of you who want to check it out. But basically... Mm -hmm. What the article uh, was discussing was what happens when your fame comes a lot quicker than your money and how do you resolve that? You know, how are you the person with 90 to 100,000 followers on Instagram or YouTube, but you You ain't got $90. Right, but you don't even have $90 in your bank account. Mm -hmm. You know, you're well-known and everyone's seeing you on the street giving you hugs, you're taking pictures, shaking hands, but then you don't even know what's... You know, if rent is going to be made this month. You know what? Before we get too far into this, because this is making me think of like a hundred different things. But more recently, you remember how everybody like made such a big fuss about Patti LaBelle not giving that man money for, you know, promoting her pies? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of starting to think about like that man, how Patty's endorsing him. Right. So now we think of him as the Patty Pie guy. But if he decided to put out anything else, singing or whatever, like if he wants to put out an album, how weird it would be for people to think about um, supporting him. And I think it's so people are so fickle, like when they support you in one way, they kind of get a one track mind. But then it's weird how they or how certain people, I should say, like as far as audience goes, will demand so much more of you. Right. You know. And again, before we get too far, mm-hmm. I said all that to say, you know, because I have patty pie. <gasps> oh what? my God. Are you kidding? Yo, I said I was not changing the tone of my voice, man. Go to hell, Asante. And look, look, it's only funny as hell because. Are this, you kidding me? I, I'm not even fucking Where with you. Where did you get patty pies? My mom dead ass mailed these. <laughs> what? Like, and I thought she was going to send me one or two. And I saw you guys on Snapchat. Yes. And because eating it. And I texted Sande and I said, save me a piece. And he didn't respond. I didn't respond because I have a whole ass pie for you oh to take Oh, my home. God. You God guys, bless you, man. We're about like, to have a patty like pie real, moment. I can't open this right now, but you know, it's patty pies in there for you. We are literally, I am, I, we are in the studio for Salivating. those of you who got to put Actually, it together. No, I, have to, I have to show you the bag. <laughs> We're in the studio now. Asante is unboxing. I guess this would be unbagging. Unbagging. The patty pies. We Wait, really have, we really have you? patty pies. I'm not going to reveal that information about my mother. Because <laughs> I saw y'all eat those. Thank you, Mama Asante. <laughs> but I will say this. I almost said your mother's name. Was it good? <laughs> right. I did. Was, did, it, did it meet the hype? We need to know. That's what I'm going to tell you. The entire oh reason. Oh, my God. The box. The box. I had to show you the box. This is like novelty for real. 
Rakes, ignore all this. People don't know what fragile means on the fucking uh, This is so funny. Why did it end this way? I want to sing it so loud, but I told you I'm the not The only changing. reason that I'm talking about this and like even giving this to y'all and, and acting like this is because I, like how I cannot believe each one of us a box. I cannot believe. <laughs> and Dustin, you're going to die. You not I'm, gonna... I, I listen. Ooh, see, I almost fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm about to die right now. It's taking everything I got. <laughs> so I can't believe I'm holding a patty pie right now. And this is, I needed this. So I was a having a really shitty day, man. For See, a but, moment, let me, like for a but let me say something about that. It's interesting because I heard the patty pies have been out. It's not a new thing. But you, And you know what? And it took that boy, excuse me, that man, to make that video, create a sort of hysteria over it. And it just went, you know, viral. You know viral. how the internet it just gets. Took off. And yeah. now everybody, to the point that now we feel excited to even be holding the yep. box. But it was because of him at the end of and the day. And it was weird. Um, you know, to your point, even Patty didn't want to pay him, you know. So it was like, I'm supporting you putting this out, like, you know, just as a fan. Like putting and out you a know video. she made enough money. But I say all, I, I can't say that without saying, when you taste that pie, you'll realize why Patty thought her pie was that damn good. It because is. it is because it is when, when patty sat up there and was like oh my pies like they just been selling like she made it seem like y'all are talking about this boy like my pie is not good and when i had that bite of a pie that was mailed to me like warm, oh my god i can't i feel i feel ashamed talking about this boxed pie, <laughs> pie. but the fact that this boxed pie was so delicious it wasn't just okay it was gr- I was like, I can't believe that this is so fucking good. I must say that I thought that these, I thought the boxes were much smaller. I did too. Did you, when you guys watched the video? What no, did you I think, friend? You thought regular, it was this size? Yeah. It, lo- it feels much larger in person. I know. It's so great to, to have. And so I'm glad I, I got to give like, the I gift can't of thank Patty you, Pies. I can't thank you enough. Man. I'm just I'm just <laughs> glad that I was. Shout out to my mama to, for allowing me to share this gift. That with is yes, so thank awesome. Thank you so Anyone, much, Asante. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mama Asante, because this yes. right here. We should eat them during the listener letters. Right. If, look, <laughs> I was I was texting Samir earlier, like, do you have an oven up there? Yeah. Right. But it was gonna smell like Patty Pie all up and through the studios. Like, oh hell yeah. That would have <laughs> been too funny. <laughs> So but let's I, get back into this um, this topic about being broke and famous. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Are you broke and famous? Um, I wouldn't say I'm broke, but yes, I also friend. live in New York. Tell them, friend. That's right. That's you right. know, and New York, one thing I will say is the money that's coming in, excuse me, coming in is also going out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have been unable to find myself feeling comfortable or even feeling a sense of like I made it at any point no matter how big or small the checks because there's just always so much that it has to go into and not even just with um monthly expenses living in New York but even just the monthly expenses that come along with being a creative Mm -hmm. and I think as a YouTuber um most of my subscribers they just see the free content you know but they don't understand that I have to get the ingredients. I have to get the tools that make that, you know, turn the ingredients into something. I have to upgrade my camera quality. Then you need lighting. Then you need audio. All those things are really expensive. You need the um, editing software. So it's a free video that's only five minutes for you to watch. But the process behind it, the hours behind editing, you know, 10, 12 hours to edit a five minute video. It's a lot of labor. It's a lot of work. Um, even just traveling, having to have, 
you know, you have to give a look when you a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't roll up to an event with a hoodie. I mean, you can if you want, but for the most part, you want to kind of put out your best foot forward, and that costs money too. You know, even just looking presentable. You can't show up looking like one of Nene's sons. You gotta, you know, <laughs> oh, you, gotta, my. you gotta, you gotta show up. You gotta show up presentable. Look at Asante. That took him down right there. Because of everybody, friends, everybody look, that's listening to the show, listen. Asante is down no, right listen, now. I'm down because friends express your friends. <laughs> yeah. John dropped you. Oh. Friend was shot. I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> I feel like Kim Fields right now. <laughs> <laughs> at least your hair ain't done like hers. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> and make sure, make sure this laugh stays on the on the on the final edit too. Oh please. my god! <laughs> we're gonna keep we're gonna roll this. We doing a live show today, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try to just do a live show. All right? Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> but people don't realize, like, they don't think that they don't realize that YouTube is a job. It's a like, real. It's not just to, you sitting in the living room with your camera and just talking, and then you upload. Like, it's a it's a job. Even if you're doing it and you're not doing it to become famous, you're doing it because you just want to put out some bomb ass content. Like that's it's still a job because you have to know like the ins and outs of tech along with whatever your topic is and along with exactly. your damn self and your regular ass life. Like there's so many layers to YouTube itself, let alone the people that have to put up, you know, vines and Instagrams because they only have, you know, X amount of seconds to put together a campaign to sell whatever they sell and whether it be a waist trainer or, you know, a Marriott campaign. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. So. No, I th- and I think that the hardest part has been, like, I pretty much went, I'd say, three years straight on YouTube with not one sponsored video. But the reality is that people don't understand YouTube has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a different game now. It's not just you, you know, on your webcam talking about your boyfriends. Right. Like, now it's a, it's like a business. It's like, YouTube is a business. Okay. So um it's become hard to to not be sponsored in a lot of ways because the money they cut the money, I'd say I'd say I've lost a third of what I was making before on YouTube just because they decided that they could do that. I mean Google's not really you know, you can't question Google. You can't right. question YouTube. They just cut your money. They cut your money. Yep. And that's the thing. There's such a disconnect. You know, there's no higher up that you can really talk to that has your back. You're at the bottom of the totem pole as a creative. And then we also have networks now, which is like the new thing that popped off pretty much, I'd say, this year and last year. Yeah. So if you're not signed to a network, you're kind of, you know, not even viewed as valuable. But then the network has to get a cut of everything you make. And that can be anything from 20 to 30%. And people don't realize this. Damn. So you're getting a you're getting a a company that's taking a cut. YouTube already takes their cut, so you end up with nothing at the end of the month. Just in the cut. You just end up in the cut. In the cut. That's it. You know. Mm. And I and I think that's something subscribers fail to realize. Like we want to put out this content. I would love to have videos every day if I could, but I just financially it's a hard position to be in. Yeah. And then the fact that you know subscribers don't like when you do sponsored videos they'd be the first ones in the comment even though they didn't it didn't take anything out of their pocket <laughs> to watch it but and you could potentially be doing the same exact thing like that's something i i realized when i did marriott i made sure the tutorials i did for the marriott wellness sponsorship still fit um what i was already doing literally it was no change except right. that i was at a marriott location and people were still like ah oh, you know 
is sponsored, like sell out. And I'm like, but it's a tutorial that you would have gotten anyways. Right. It's just that I'm inside of a Marriott location. Like you are making it more complicated than it is. Like I still have to make a living. And this is my way of still maintaining integrity because I'm not pushing a product or capsules that are lying to you saying your hair is going to grow. Right. <laughs> it's going to clear your skin or waist training or fit teeth detoxes. Like I don't play those games of like hustling my brand you know i don't want to be that person i still maintain integrity but even in maintaining integrity i've still suffered a lot of backlash so it gets to a point where you almost feel like your subscribers want you to be broke <laughs> just as long as they get their content they don't really care about you as a person they don't they just care about the content and getting it like even just outside looking on other people because i remember back in the day when youtube just becoming like a partner was like the big deal like oh you can't i you, remember that do you remember yeah. that like that was the big thing like you had to meet these guidelines blah 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 and then they just let anybody do it now they cutting y'all like that shit is ridiculous yeah it's it's, it's a hard game now and because it's so saturated too there's so many youtubers yeah. you know so it's harder new, to get the piece of the new pie channel every two seconds yeah you know and and I mean, I think also for me what's made it even harder maintaining the integrity is that I am kind of niche. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm health-based, I'm wellness-based, so I'm not going to pump out the L'Oreal videos, right. the Revlon, the Pantene. Crown the big Royal. <laughs> for real, like you like you said, you maintain brand integrity, you know? <laughs> she's not, she's not going to have a Burnett's vodka ad, you know, in the middle of her how to make, you know, coconut hair conditioner, you know, something that you, you know what I'm saying? No, but like, you know, yeah, well, like she's not going to do that. Well, what if like Fran was, you know, having a little cognac while, you know, twisting up her hair in the video? That's her business. No, and I think playing. that's right. But I think that's part of what the problem is, right? Part of the, the charm and the appeal, the reason that people fall in love with YouTubers is the relatability factor, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. They feel like it's it's someone that's a friend. It's not like pushing them on television on a major network. Right. So they're, they, they, they are attracted to that. But they don't <clears throat> they don't realize that you're still a viewer, just like you would be a viewer of anything else. So just like you wouldn't write letters to Fox or maybe y'all would. I don't know. Some of y'all are nuts. But like <laughs> just just like you wouldn't write letters to Fox or CBS or NBC saying, hey, take all these damn commercials. I don't want to watch and see no damn commercials when y'all show Martin. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You, can't, you wouldn't do that. And the thing is, everyone is sponsored because even yep. your doctor is giving you prescriptions that is based on a pharmaceutical sponsorship. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. You know what I mean? You watch your favorite shows, you're going to have to see ads. You watch your favorite artist music video, there's going to be a Beats pill at some point, yep. you know, somewhere yep. in the video. Product like, placement. Product placement. So I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm actually one of the, I would say, one of the more vocal YouTubers about sponsorships that I, I'm always very clear in my videos. I'm like, I'm getting paid for this or they hit me or you know i always tell it I, yeah. i'm not one of those that kind of tries to front like it's not you are real good about that yeah because i just feel like i'd rather you know where this video is coming from than me trying to front like i just miraculously found this product yeah. you know and but and, and, and i won't say that everyone doesn't want people to flourish because i have a lot of subscribers that'll be like yay you're with levi's or marriott like right. i'm so happy for you but there's still that nervousness that I feel yeah. every time I upload a sponsored video or post a sponsored thing on Instagram because it's like you already know that people are going to assume something bad about it and make it, you know, 
what it's not kind of but it's like we got to stay afloat somehow they take their ass to work every day so what's the difference you know what i mean right they work for people that i'm sure they don't uh, and you, you see know, ads on the train you see ads on the train Everywhere. and beyond that like you said you have to sustain yourself right so if you're getting paid to provide a service that people love why are they angry that you're getting what you deserve which is compensation Okay. Especially that doesn't come out of their pocket. That, that, that does that not come out of their pocket. Absolutely, I was just about to say. No. that's my struggle with it. Because I don't understand if I was, if you had to pay, let's say YouTube was like Netflix, where it mm-hmm. was a subscription service, you have to pay, you know, ten dollars yeah. a month to watch the videos. Then I'd understand you being a little more vocal because you're paying for us to be up there. Right. Yeah. So you have the right, in a way, to be like, I don't like this format or that or this that. I get it, but it's free. All you're doing is going to YouTube.com, you know, and and all these YouTubers are busting their asses. Like, you don't know the work that goes into producing these things. And I'm not even of the highest quality. I'm just now starting to get more into the tech side of it because I do want higher quality videos. Your videos look amazing, though, Thank friend. you. They're getting better. You know, yeah. I'm learning. Like, it's a process because I'm not tech savvy at all. I've had to teach myself everything. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. And I just wish that this could be a conversation that you know people could have with the creatives and the influencers that they love online like we need to find a middle ground because a lot of us are broke (laughs) yeah and we want to create we love the engagement with our viewers and followers and readers and subscribers it's amazing it's a blessing but we also have to be able to eat and i understand that you guys don't want to feel like we're just hustling product at you all day and maybe lying cuz that's a problem i understand that a lot of youtubers will front like this cleared my skin but it didn't they never used it before right. or gave it to their cousins right or or even pushing capsules and pills like i think that sucks you know cuz you could get people sick mm-hmm. there are people i've seen whose hair is falling out you know people breaking out like because they listen to their favorite YouTubers. <laughs> They'll right. be here laughing. No, I was taken aback. I was like, what? No, it's like you can find. So in that sense, I get it. That sucks. Because it would suck to like think that your favorite influencer is pushing something that they like. And then you find out they just got a check to tell you that. That does suck. And there's really That's it's hard crazy. to separate who is who. But I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Because a lot of us that are genuine, you know, especially us, you know. It's beautiful if we get ads on the friend zone. Yeah. Because then we can continue it and still pay our rent. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say this. As a person who used to make YouTube videos for a minute where I would just, you know, cut on my MacBook and, you know, say what I had to say in my video. um, That was cool. You know what I mean? For the time. But then I started getting reactions. You know what I mean? People liked what I was putting out. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to just do it that way. You know, now I'm interested in having like produced videos, you know what I mean? Edited, well edited, much higher quality. Mm -hmm. And I'm not putting anything out unless it's that. Exactly. Also, now I feel like what I have to offer is worth something, right? I feel like it's something that I can sell. It's something that I can, it's, it's bankable for me, my perspective. So I don't, I'm not interested in just, and I hate feeling like I let people down, but I feel like you'll be even more entertained by something that's a better opportunity for me to have have proper resources to really entertain people. So until then, I just won't put anything out 
you know, unless I'm compensated or unless it's something of value. Right. And that's something that I wish that people were more understanding of because it's not that anyone's lazy or complacent or, you know, doesn't give a damn about the viewers or, or the subscribers or any of that. It's just sometimes you want to put out what you feel is a proper product. You know, you want more when you believe when you believe in your talent and your gift, you want more mm -hmm. and you want it to be presented you know properly and yeah. as it deserves to be so there's other things involved here it's not just someone quote-unquote selling out you know whatever the hell that even means and and furthermore this is what i really don't understand right what kind of response do you expect to, to do you think you telling me that i'm selling out is going to make me want to offer you a service you know what i'm saying what the what is that even there i go i just did it see i get hot but what does that even you know accomplish nothing that just makes me resentful of you and of this entire experience right instead so, of just opening up the floor to a conversation about it and you know? i think i try to as a creative like thinking about that you know like how you want more for yourself and you want to change up <clears throat> or how for me personally i think about just what i want to do and how i want it to have a certain effect and how i want it to look a certain way and be a certain way people on the outside looking in don't even respect like just music artists and and celebrities and shit like that and not necessarily saying that they have to but you know if they don't put the value in those things and they kind of group you know someone that they just see online into that they don't even take the time out to realize that them watching the the video how the like or the dislike works and goes into effect like they just kind of look at it and they're just like this is just another thing that i you know i'm taking for granted like i can't talk to beyonce but i can go on her vivo and talk about whatever on it so you know now you as Fran. You know, you have a, of course, you know, you're like the Beyonce of health and beauty, but you don't have the reach <laughs> the Beyonce, Beyonce does. Mm -hmm. So you actually can see some of these comments and people just being like, what the fuck? Like, you know, they're, I feel like people are going to have something to say no matter what you do. And it sucks. But as a creative, if it's time to get money, like people have to make certain decisions. And I think that people need to be more understanding of that. Like they kind of need to. Uh, look at certain points of views when people make certain choices, like and then even translate to recording artists. Yeah, I was just I was how just many about recording to say, artists? Look at A. Marie on YouTube. How, <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking. <laughs> how how many recording artists? <laughs> <laughs> this that's crazy because her voice is so beautiful. She can sing, man, and uh, that's to me is the sad part. We love artists. We love their music. <laughs> when they put out the mixtapes, we'll be so quick to download it. But when people put out albums mm -hmm. or have concerts, no one goes, yep. no one buys it. But then you're so quick online to make fun of an artist being broke down mm -hmm. or her weave or is even, broke. Or, or even she's this and it's like, well, she's broke. struggling. Yeah. Because you guys aren't supporting her. You didn't go to her concert. And it's just a weird dynamic that I think happens where between the creator and the consumer where people are very comfortable just consuming 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 and there's no like real relationship you know yep. there's a give, there's no give and take i should say i think that you're onto something because i really there has to be a way like as a creative not to and maybe because you do such a good job of being careful about how you choose your advertising like I feel like you probably don't have as many people still complain. Like, I feel like people are going to say what they say. Oh, yeah, they still do. But um, it makes me think about... What I don't have is as much money as a lot of my peers. Hello. <laughs> That's right. what I don't have because and, I'm and, so and because focused you on are... my integrity that I'm 
a lot broker. I hate the word broke, but I'm but not doing as well as exactly a lot of my peers saying. who just Thank take you. whatever. And it's and and that's the thing too for creatives that gets hard too because a lot of my peers don't say no. They take everything. So then people get mad at people like me who don't take everything. So it's just kind of like I don't know. I think it just gets so hectic, and it's like, but can you know we just what? make a living? But you know what? <laughs> that's why I get so like. Like, I'm so for the underdog. I'm so for independent. I'm so for, like, just new shit and random shit. Because there are so many people out there that work for free. And they work hard as hell. And they shit looks like it should be, you know, put in the fucking museum. Mm -hmm. But they making two cents on it. You know what I'm saying? And it happens all the time. Black and Sexy TV, we were just talking about them. I remember. I love that channel. I do, too. I remember when Black and Sexy, like, didn't charge. Like, they just probably had two or three shows. Like, they came out with a whole line of program. All the shit looks awesome. It was free for years. For years. 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 Because I remember watching it, and, and they just started charging I think this year. Yeah. And people were still complaining. All they charge is like two, three dollars. And I see I see people in the comments like, Oh, I don't wanna pay for this and And then people complained that they ended up on B E T. Like I know for Black and Sexy TV, when I saw they were on BT, I don't really care for BT, but I was like, "That's a bomb that's ass." Amazing. You think I'm not gonna take my ass on set at BT? Uh, look, I'm going. I'm <laughs> gonna watch Black and Sexy <laughs> only because it's on BT. Like the fact that they made it to TV is a big deal. Yes, and like and congratulations, shout out to Black and Sexy. Yeah, shout out man, to Black that's and Sexy. so inspiring. And you know to see for sure, like that. Look, you know for sure, just like you, friend, that they did not sacrifice, you know, like their content. It's like really the good. The quality of it, the music, the and soundtrack. And they could have, the because if you think about it, they could have put all kinds of product placements. Yeah, they could have sold, yeah. yeah, sold out a long time ago. Yeah, they could have sold out, and they didn't. Y'all they could have really, been getting Beats Pills commercials you know, in the middle, in the middle like on the bed while they were sitting. You know, like it's like there's so many um, corners they could have cut that they chose not to in order to not lose the relationship they had established with their viewers. And it gets hard for people like us that do care about that because we do tend to be the brokest ones. Yeah. We tend to be the ones with the best content. <laughs> you know, the content that that really has substance and, and like, a reach, an emotional thread. Yes. But we end up being the ones that struggle the most. And I think that's really sad. And people... And you have to work the hardest, and then people expect you to work the hardest, which is, like, odd. Right. Like, sometimes you should just, not to say you should just be able to put out your quality, and people should just come get it right then and there, but when you work hard to make sure your stuff looks a certain way, you work hard to get it out there to people, like, it's supposed to pay off. It's not supposed to mean, like, right, this is going to be free point. forever. Yeah, you got you have to, I think, and this goes for all creatives and all people in general, if there's something online or, or wherever that you enjoy support the creator absolutely like you know it should be an even trade it should be a give and take like support them if there's an artist you love why did you not buy their cd when it came right. out why didn't and you go you, get it you know in any way and if you know that they got their stuff on Bandcamp and you have downloaded it and it's the shiz now you go ahead and throw some money in that Bandcamp. word that's so true because you know what that money is going to them like it's not going through itunes i have so, like, so they many can really friends that, that i'll see like you know the bank camp because it'll go through PayPal yeah. and I, mm-hmm. and they'll get the like text alert and I, you I see their faces light up like oh man someone bought my project That's and so a lot dope. of times it'll be um, donation based you mm-hmm. know they won't even set a price it'll just be like whatever you want to contribute and was, and it matters like I have artist friends that have kids this is putting food on those kids tables yeah. like you know and it'll like I have one friend and I remember he's getting the text and it was like you know someone bought your album for seven dollars and he was like ah oh, that's so dope and it broke my heart kind of because I'm like that's sad man that like 
we're out here excited because we just got a text for seven dollars yep. you know and it's just like all the engineers and the producers and the singers and the songwriters that it took to create this album and we're over here happy we got seven bucks $7, that you yep. can't even split with everyone evenly and you know and it's it's already hard to be a creative and i just wish that you know the consumers of the creations would just be a little more like aware aware of what it takes yeah you know and it, and it works free. both sides i know that also as creatives sometimes we ask a lot of we consumers. do yeah we ask a lot there's some creatives that kind of ruin it for the rest of us right <laughs> like you know your favorite artists like they brand new starting first, kickstarters first <laughs> album nope like first album they going on tour you're like all right i'm gonna go see him tickets are 70 dollars. right this is the first time but then on the other end of it maybe you know they don't know a whole lot and they probably just went for what they thought they could sell right but that's a big issue yeah but i, I just nobody. think it's a it's a conversation that that's really important i just thought i'm just, sometimes i wonder like how do we have that you know just like this <laughs> you gonna sit at work for an extra hour for free you gonna work overtime for free this week you gonna work any hours at all for free this week at work? No, you're not. Never. If your right? boss calls and tells you, you know what? Yes, your salary, but I'm not paying you today. But you still gotta come but to you work. You gotta come in. You, and you, work. you 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 getting on the train? That's right. You gonna put your car in reverse? Hell no. Right. So don't expect any of us to do something that we do to sustain ourselves for free. That's absolutely ridiculous. And I personally, you know, just the, just me, the way my stuff is set up, I don't care about nobody being mad about it. I don't care like that. Like you, like I said, you ain't taking your ass to work for free. So don't expect me to end the discussion. Let's move forward, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I think a lot of it, too, is the fact that people don't think being a creative is a real job. Right. Yep. So there's a lack of respect that happens a lot. I saw someone tweet yesterday um, in regards to the article, actually. Someone tweeted that they told their son, like, oh, man, a lot of your favorite YouTubers and vloggers are broke. And the son responded, well, why don't they get real jobs then? <laughs> and everyone was laughing at the tweet. And yeah. I was like, I get that that's a funny tweet, but that's also fucking crazy like, to say. Like, what? <laughs> like, you know, this is our real job. It just people work in different ways. So it's like, I don't know, it's just a respect issue, too, I think. that mm, Respect. Especially as a YouTuber. You know how many people I've told I'm a YouTuber and they'd go, really? Wow. <laughs> like, for a living? You're like, yeah. They kind of make that face like. And you do make it look okay. really good, too. That's <laughs> I would be taken aback, too, if I would just met you on the street. You say you do YouTube. I'd be like, you do? Right. I literally get that response every time to the point that I don't even say YouTube anymore. Now I just usually say I'm like a creative. <laughs> but give mm -hmm. some people some credit. I think sometimes that they are acting like that because you so damn fine. They be like you only make YouTube. Like you just get paid to do YouTube <laughs> you videos. Like you ain't no model or nothing. Baby girl, you're so <laughs> damn fine though. Uh, wanna know? Fuck Hit it from, from behind. behind. No. <laughs> I press for white. No. It's always an appropriate moment for Fetty. <laughs> always. Well, I guess we should move on mm -hmm. to the wellness segment, which I actually um, was inspired by Asante because he's here with his sexy stone necklaces oh <laughs> i got my necklace on today oh you didn't wear it today no he has his little sack in his pocket though. i do have my sack in my pocket and right. i thought to fit in really with dirty. the creative my conversation um i wanted to tell you guys about two stones that i have found extremely helpful as a creative and hopefully hope hoping i can't speak today hoping that you guys that are interested in um in gemstones and just the vibrational health that they emit 
um, and how they can contribute to your day. The first one being Citrine. Yes. <laughs> and it's um, often called the Merchant Stone. It's often called the Success Stone. It's really, really beautiful. It's like this really like, what color would you say? It's, it's like, a gold like an amber. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's like a goldish amber. Mm-hmm. Um, really that beautiful. Stone is on fire. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Really mm-hmm. fast. I got my stones from, because um, people ask me. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you. You definitely have <laughs> I to I got my stones from the place called Rockstar. It's on 26 between 6 and 7. And if you go, tell them that the friend zone sent you because I told the lady I was going to talk about it on the podcast. I was like, I'm going to talk about it. I so, love yeah, that. It's on 26 between 6 and 7. And the Namaste shop on 14th Street Ooh, and yeah. 7th is actually amazing. That's the shop that amazing. the craft shop. Yeah, I need to go in that there. does look like the craft when you it pass do. it with the big Buddha on mm-hmm. the door. <laughs> but that's where I get my stones. Um, so, Citrine is really dope because. Uh, what I and I and this is me speaking from experience. That's one thing I will say. If I ever mention something, is because it worked for me. I would never mention it just because I read it somewhere. And um, a friend of mine had told me if you put the citrine on top of money and kind of, you know, put it on a table somewhere, um, on top of a couple of bills, it actually like multiplies it and magnifies it and creates an element of abundance for you in your life. But the beauty of it is that the abundance doesn't have to do with greed or just being rich. Right. It only vibrates and connects to you if it senses that the abundance has to do with you sharing, sharing it and actually using it to create to like be a contribution to communities and to the world around you. So I just thought that was so positive, you know, because most of us just want to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that it has a, a kind of um, philanthropic tr- twist to it. In I a love way. that. Yeah. And I thought that's a nice vibe, you know, because that's what stones are. When you go to a, a shop, you don't necessarily just you can if you're like a vet that knows stones and you know which one you want. But for the most part, it's usually suggested, especially when you're a beginner, that you just kind of walk around the store, ask questions. Sometimes a stone will kind of like call out to you in a weird way like you just keep staring at it or you touch it and feel something and then you can ask the people that work there and they can tell you what it means and it might be something that you needed that you didn't even know you needed so citrine is one of those that kind of stood out to me and then uh, when my friend suggested it i was like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna try it what what's the hurt and i promise you guys I hate to sound like your grandma, but (laughs) it really worked (laughs) i believe you when i tell you i did it um, at the start of the year, which is actually kind of cool because it's about to be the start oh, yeah. of the year for all of us. I did it at the start of the year for 2015. And I promise you guys, you guys know I tell the truth. This has been my best financial year yet. Go on, friend. And I'm not going to say that the stone brought me money, but it was the intention that I set in my home for my business. You know, like I bought the stone, I went and got it. Like it created that energy for me. Yeah. And the flow just started. And so I would definitely recommend that. And you know what? That's what I thought about too when I bought stones. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to learn what they mean and just kind of give it. And vibe with them. Take it. Yeah, just take it for what it is. Mm -hmm. Not even to just be like, I'm going to sit here with this stone until my mood changes. No expectation. Like when I put, like when I pull that stone out, I do it uh, like a little bit to be funny, but at the same time, I also am kind of like just taking it as like a nervous thing to clear my mind, like a stress reliever. Yeah, because you can connect yeah i mean so. it's part it's earth it's part of you know i i know i've um had a lot of religious people that have felt uncomfortable with my use of stones and the way that i promote them but i'm like okay you love god right 
this stone comes from earth. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a creation that God created for us to use to feel even closer. And it ain't no drugs now. Ain't nobody yeah, telling you, you don't to have smoke to the stone or nothing. It. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. It's not it a not crack rocks. <laughs> not bath salts. Okay. But, <laughs> but not you know. Angie Stone. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I could not help it, y'all. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I've been waiting to crack an Angie Stone joke for like the, <laughs> the past six minutes. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm you doing good. Star. I'm doing well you tonight, right? Because you you've been holding that. Right. Thank you. But I think that that is a really cool stone that I think you guys should check out. And then the second one is the lapis lazuli, mm-hmm. which is the communication stone. It's a really beautiful blue stone. And mm-hmm. I actually, I keep one under my desktop computer. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm on my laptop or traveling, I always keep it on top of the keyboard while I'm working. And it's because the whole point of the communication stone is that it, it enhances your ability to communicate in a way that people will understand i need to get That's a whole I, bunch of them exactly i need so, to go back for that right so i need to get my flooring made out of lapis <laughs> what is it called friend? lapis lazuli i need lapis lazuli tile all through my goddamn Actually, house that'd be really yep, beautiful. it'd be lit right yeah it would be really nice <laughs> it's a blue because they use yeah. that i'm familiar with the color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a really pretty kind of royal blue yes it is and i I would suggest you get that. You can either get it in a necklace form, which is actually something I've been looking for because I think it'd be cool to carry it since I am someone that does speaking gigs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and even when I bump into my subscribers on the street, like I just like to have the proper words, the proper energy for what people might expect for me to say. Yes. So Lapis Lazuli is definitely an amazing communication stone. And that's not just for being a creative, but that can be for you, for your relationships, for your friendships. Maybe you're having trouble um, getting the words out right, you know, and, and granted, this isn't going to, like, step up your vocab. Or it's not that kind of thing, <laughs> but it's just going to ensure that whatever your intentions are with what you're trying to say to someone, that it comes out. You That's know, amazing. The, yeah, with the utmost clarity. So citrine for abundance and lapis, lapis lazuli for communication. I think as creatives, those are probably the two coolest stones that you can have around you. And that is my wellness segment for this week. Yes. <laughs> I'm a piggyback and throw one more stone in there. Amethyst, you know. Oh. Um, no Tina She. Hashtag no Tina She. Um, <laughs> Amethyst is Tanache's best work, just for the record. I know y'all probably best don't even know who the hell Tanache is. Amethyst is her do. best She's work. Big, no? I love her. And that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> and it goes with the stones for the week. So, bam. Well, for it's Amethyst. It's a beautiful stone. Yeah. It's probably my favorite. Like, visually. I have one in my bed. Oh, really? I, I have one. I keep one in my pillowcase. I like that. Because <laughs> they, say, they say that the Amethyst is supposed to be like a, a calming, peaceful stone and stuff like that. And I, So, you keep it under your pillow because you're tired of these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I just got that new bed frame, too. I've been sleeping good. So, just the intent of the stone. I'm not saying I bought the stone and then my bed frame came. Even though UPS <laughs> was playing games, but I won't do that today. I actually have a stone that I keep by my bed as well. It's the black tourmaline. Mm. and it's a it's a black stone so it's really beautiful whenever people come to my house and they'll see it on my on my night table they're like wow because my night my room is all white yeah <laughs> so then you see this black stone it's mm-hmm. like okay what what is that but what it does is um it absorbs any negative thoughts that you might be going to sleep with oh i'm going to get one <laughs> right so i don't that- want that in my house i love <laughs> me a negative thought <laughs> <laughs> No, couldn't help it. No, couldn't help it. It just be on me. Mid laugh, I couldn't even take it. I am done. 
No, but it's a it's mm-hmm. a it's a helpful stone for absorbing um, energies that you've kind of been having a hard time shaking off. So I keep it by my bed because I like to go to sleep with that clarity. Because then you wake up and you just kind of feel better. So that's just a I guess a bonus. What is that stone called? Black tourmaline. So that's a good stone to hit somebody with when, it's, when you say you're, it's, you're getting that energy. Say up oops, there. up side side your head. head. I said oops, oops upside up your head. head. What you say? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give me a black tourmaline on their ass from now. <laughs> hit somebody's black tourmaline. Okay. okay. <laughs> Do we have an icebreaker for this week? I mean, yeah. Something you can think of that's juicy. <laughs> you said, I mean, oh, yeah. something I can think of that's juicy. Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> Not what I meant. <laughs> hmm. What what juicy things do I want to know about Fran specifically? I already know things about you. Um, <laughs> actually, no. I guess I should say something so you could tell the people something. Yeah, let's drag something out of Dustin. Oh, what? God. Where's the freakiest plate? No, I'm just playing. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My mom just perked up like oh. <laughs> Yo, uh, what what if this was that kind of episode? Like one day a we just did episode? like a whole. Never mind, <laughs> never mind. See, and don't be emailing us about this either. Don't be crazy, people. After we just talked about, we gotta this do a Cardi thing. B thotty episode. Yes, <laughs> I love her. Yeah. Y'all, friend. me too, friend. And I didn't know. I just found out about Cardi B. Really? Probably like three, four weeks ago. I know that she's someone that there's like a lot of disagreements online. I'm seeing how people are just kind of pissed that she's like. You know, getting, getting the le- yeah, getting yeah. the level of attention she is for being who she is, and I who see both sides. Me too. She's just a girl from New York that just has a lot of personality and just blew up on Instagram because she's so funny with her videos. Oh, okay. But I really like her because I can see both sides. Yep. I see that you know people th- are worried that she'll uh, affect the young girls that are watching her, thinking, "Oh, this is all I have to do <laughs> to get a show." <laughs> you know then what I mean? Stop letting your kids watch it then. Right, and that's, I mean, it comes down to that. But the other part that I do like is that, I mean, she says that. (laughs) She says, like, don't be like me. That's literally her message. I hate that I didn't go to college and I was chasing men. and You know what I mean? Like, I had to be a stripper and sell this, that, and the other to put food on the table. Like, she's very vocal about it. So that's something like, well, I mean, she's not necessarily glorifying it. But I know technically we are by giving her such a big platform well so, this platform was sides. built for her so i'm i'm excited to see what she's, she's gonna do with it i guess i was actually telling the guys that i was tempted to watch this season just because i want to see how she's gonna fit she's the so first new episode York. was so good but she's cardi b was not on the first episode she wasn't of on it? they had a lot to co- they, look they had a lot to cover in that first episode from like the old characters oh and the God. new ones it's and good it's good it's though, good friend. it's good it's really good i think i'm gonna watch the it. young yep. b chicken noodle soup with a soda on the sides on there but she she, yeah, but she was like fan favorite episode one. Yes, like I love she, her. She got me. That's Harlem right there. It's, I love her. Look, if I see Young Actually, B in the streets. Actually, someone tweeted me and said, Young B came for you. And I was like, what you mean? They okay, were like, because she said she was the queen of Harlem. I was oh. like, there's only one. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> just like that. Because I was about to shift. say. <laughs> it was going to be a revolving that, that door fast, in my heart fast. just that fast. <laughs> young, young B wasn't finna make it to old okay. B. <laughs> she was finna be OWT. She out. was going She was going to stay where she at. Okay. Down, I you understand? I we was going to put y'all. a period on the end of that sentence. We was about to let it rain and clear something and on clear that. Right okay. on up. Okay. No, no, no. They was just playing. No, nah, when I see her in the street. Because apparently she says she's the queen of Harlem. When I see her in the street, I'm going to dap her up. Be like, daughter. Yeah. Daughter. Oh, 
She told her, you got on Harachi's, bitch. That girl, you know, we need to talk about that one week because this girl admitted on TV that she got her ass beat by Young B, like in a roundabout way. And then Young yeah. B later on. Told her she would do it again. Yeah, later on, Young B said something about her 15 stitches and, it and was said glorious. she's going to do it again. 15 stitches? Mm-hmm. She told, and she, Harlem It was girls, glorious. And is, anyway. that, is the other girl from Harlem? Okay. No, she's from her. the Bronx. The other girl Ooh. is from the Bronx. Oh, that's, yeah. that's war. Yep, she's from the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, but we don't care about the other girl. <laughs> um, through all that, I could. Oh, if you could be on any love and hip hop franchise, what would it be? Ooh. Oh boy. And, and give a little background and about who, your character. And who would you date? Uh, who would you date? Who would you be friends with on the <laughs> who show? Who would you bring on? Oh. This is actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. You wasn't ready for that. That was a good one, wasn't it? Dustin lit up. And it came because, to be okay, like because, an epiphany. Because there is somebody who, and for now, this here, I usually, when I'm on the podcast, I guess this is a, a, a tidbit for everybody, but when I'm on the podcast, I always try to speak to a broad audience and not just people who are familiar with me from, like, my Twitter or right. whatever. But... For those, this gem, this nugget is for those of you who do follow me and who are familiar with from the, you know, with me and shit. <clears throat> there is someone on one of the love and hip hop franchises that I am attracted to. What? Yeah, and Ooh, I, I, I never, guess. I never come out and, and, and really admit it. But is it I, Richie? But I say Richie things. I say, <laughs> and that's the day Dustin quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving the friend zone. <laughs> Let me find out. That's how you join in the creep squad, right? <laughs> so I creep. No. No. <laughs> okay. Oh hell no. But yeah, so if you follow me then you already know what's up. If you know, oh my you know. God, I um, know. but if I was going to be on so that's enough of that bullshit. <laughs> so if I was going to be on any love and hip hop franchise though, what franchise would I be on? That's interesting. It definitely would not be Hollywood because Hollywood doesn't no. have enough um soul for me you know what i mean that franchise but there are people i love on that franchise too right but if i was going to be on any franchise i think that i would like to be on new york and probably just and the the only reason i say yeah the only reason i say that is because i know that my personality would be something totally different for the new york cast as far as the guys are concerned and i think that you think you'd fight I probably, I definitely probably would fight, <laughs> but it would so not calm. be. I probably yeah, definitely, definitely would but fight. It, and you know what's most amazing? It wouldn't be any of the cast members, though. I wouldn't fight any of the You'd cast fight members. You no, think that? I think that, I think, right. I'm like, who? <laughs> I think, <laughs> Fran going down the list of people that need their ass with. <laughs> Starting with public enemy right. number one. You would fight Mona. No, I think that we who would else? be, I think we would be filming. And probably be out somewhere and, you know, I, that, I'll put it to you like this. The only, there are two ways that I would fight if I was on Love and Hip Hop, right? Number one is if anybody that I was in a disagreement got in my personal space whatsoever, you know, I, I'm a swing, I'll swing. But other than that, the only way I would fight is if we were like out somewhere and we had a disagreement that got, you know, heated like that with someone that was at the place, like a total stranger. You know how you watch like the real world or those shows back in the day and they would blur the random person in the yeah. club out that yeah, got stomped out. Like I think it would be something like that. I'm not. I don't, I'm not confrontational like that. Like I. 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 I know confrontation very well, right. but I'm not a confrontational person. So I think that You're I would not out go like looking for it. Yeah, yeah, I think I would go on the cast and end up getting along with everybody. I so I don't so think too. I would fight anybody on the show. But if y'all know who I was talking about, that is going to I'm be so hilarious. Mad I would, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> 
was about to do a search on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and then it's going to be Is like, you already Miles? follow and watch. <laughs> that, you need to, if you really, okay, now you really want to give it, get a clue, mm-hmm. uh, go through. I won't tell you yeah, this. I will say that. I will say that. They're going to go to, they're going to do it. It surfaced, it surfaced on one of the episodes of The Green Experiment on YouTube. Shout out to Kid Fury. If you go to Kid Fury's YouTube channel and watch <laughs> no watch channel. the watch our, our series called The Green, the Experiment, Green Experiment, you will know <laughs> who it is. If you get if you figure it out, if you don't, whatever. I'm never telling on here, so you can get that out your minds if that's don't what worry, y'all. I'll scrape through and, and wait. So who specifically <laughs> name name like three of your castmate friends, like people? Yeah, you probably... who would be your crew that would come on the okay, show? Okay, so we, oh, that would come on, or that's already there? Because everyone kind of well, yeah, has a crew, even, right? Even if you wanted to, like, it could be famous people or whatever. This is gonna be good. That'd okay, be well, crew. let's. Well, so what I'll do is I'll go through the. I'll just use who's on cast currently, okay. right, for all three franchises. Okay. So if I was on Hollywood, I would definitely be friends with Soldier Boy. For all the things that he is not, Soldier Boy is a good time. He's hilarious. You would be Soldier Boy. Yeah, we would, talk, we, would, we would crack. I and I, I would, I would be, I would be a listener. I would be a, a voice of reason for him. But we probably wouldn't even get to that point because me and Soldier Boy would be having a good time. I think that y'all would be brothers, partying like niggas. everything. Exactly. Like we would yeah. just, we would be having a really. I see that. And Ray J, I would be friends with. Ray. I would be friends with Ray J. I'd be friends with Ray J too. I would be friends. Ray J seemed cool. He's like, fun. He, had, he, had he nigga, seems he fun, cool right? Hell. Exactly. <laughs> if I were on, um, if I were on. Atlanta. If I were in Atlanta, definitely me and Stevie would be friends. Oh, Although no. the only reason I would not be friends with Stevie J is because um, I, I didn't like how he uh, interacted with Crystal on the read. Oh, I do. So that, that y'all know what kind of friend I am. My yeah. loyalty yeah. is the way it's set up. I couldn't fuck with him. But if right. that never happened, me It'd and Stevie J would be totally like we'd be great friends. We would have a really good time. So you'd be friends with all the dirt bags. Yeah, the fun them. people. Me and <laughs> little fun little scrappy, people. you know. <laughs> Definitely on, on the female a side, scrappy, the fun people. on the female side, me and Jocelyn would definitely be friends. Yep. And I would also, y'all can say what y'all want, but I would also be friends with Monice on Hollywood and Miss Nikki Baby on Hollywood. I'd be friends with Miss Nikki <laughs> Baby yep, on I Hollywood. Would. And then New York, I would definitely be friends with um, with Remy. I don't know that there are any male figures on the New York show that I would be friends with. I wouldn't want to be Remy's friend on this show. I would be she friends with Remy. She could lose it at any time. No, she can't. I don't wanna... She got too much to lose at this point. I mean, point. yeah, but still, you know, just for the sake of like her just snapping <laughs> off of anything, I yeah. would not want to be around while she set off just about anything. See, I don't even know which, which one I'd be a part of because I haven't really oh, watched it so long. <laughs> Oh, damn. I have no idea. I guess I don't know. Fran would be on. Who, you know what? You guys tell me who okay, I would so be on you since would, you guys have watched all. You this would season. be on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Atlanta, really? Not New York. It would be back in your, you know, because it'd be back when you were trying to be in the music scene. True, so true, it'd be true. Fran. Yeah, you'd be Atlanta. Fran as an artist, okay, you know, me on the come and up. Sean. So right. <laughs> and Rory. You gonna yeah. be Fran? Oh, no, nah, he can't be on the show. That's gonna be weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rory. bad bitches than young ass Rory. On the, like, <laughs> what, what's perfect. that gonna be? Okay. I love his music though. Oh yes, he's the so shit. cute. It's like my little brother in my head. And you want to be on love and hip hop with your little brother? My Look little at you, brother. <laughs> we gotta bring some high vibrations. You would be friends with Scrappy. <laughs> what? Yep. What? Why? Because you're an artist and you're trying to sing. So I think Scrappy would bring you on randomly as like his artist. He's trying because he's crazy as hell, but he needs people to understand him, and you would understand Scrappy. 
I don't. I highly doubt. I think I'd understand doubt. everybody. On I mean, the cast. yeah, I'd be the I'd be the oracle. Me you and would, DJ Khaled. Just I'm telling you, yeah. friend, you spitting would, keys of success to Jocelyn. He got home safe by Water the way. But I'm telling plants. you, Scrappy is Lion. one of them niggas that <laughs> Scrappy's one of them niggas that will read the foreword of a wait, book and think wait, he did it. Wait, 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 wait. Did y'all see when he was lost? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. He made it home safe. Okay, but for wait, those of you who are wondering wait. what we're talking about. DJ Khaled's Snapchat is one of the, oh my the best best decision I made in 2015. I don't even I don't even you know snap I guess right. But I follow you know certain people because I'm trying to figure out how to make mine. But his is um when I oh say amazing, my God. he eats the same thing for breakfast yes. every day. He waters his plants. He waters the hell out of his plants yep, every day. Yep. He waters his lion that doesn't need yep, to be watered. Yep. <laughs> Snapchat was made for niggas he like Khaled. He got lost at sea yesterday, and he was Snapchatting. The Snapchat whole time. was made for niggas like oh Khaled. Oh, God. But, okay, we're totally off topic. But, wait, we got to get off. This is the longest icebreaker ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, a whole segment. Okay, will you be friends with Scrappy? Uh, I think that you would be friends with... I think you'd be friends with Rashida randomly. Oh, because she knows Scrappy. She, Did she, she beat someone up? We, no. <laughs> oh, you would be friends with Rashida only because, you know, she got her, like, makeup and cosmetics line. So I feel like you'd be talking to her about all sorts of other shit. I'd She'd be like, ma- now, Francie, I'm trying to be you. like you. You'd be telling her what to throw out. You'd be like, girl, throw all that shit away. I'd <laughs> help her make the transition to YouTube. That's, um, I would be on. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that I would be on Love Hip Hop Hollywood <laughs> randomly. You think you would? I would. I would Hollywood? do I would do Hollywood and I would be friends with Miss Nikki Baby yes. and Fizz and Monice. And Omarion. Monice I would probably see in past and I'd have love for see, her. I would she's... be friends with her. You know I like the whole underdog thing and plus Monice is when it's time to get to it, <laughs> Monice gets right to it. But and that's I the appreciate thing. people. I like actually that. like and whoa, I'm about to get a lot of backlash from this. I think that oh. Monice as a person has a lot to offer. I do like, too. And I don't want to see that on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And not to say that she's doing the wrong things on the show, but like she, you can tell that she's really like been through some shit. She's yes. going through some shit, and she it, really, may, it endears you to her. But and and I because I am endeared to her because I actually think that her music's not half bad. Like I yep. saw her with vocal coaches, I was like she could be good. Like I could see why, as a creative, you know, she had that struggle as an artist, and then. You know, life happened and she had a child. And then there were real things that go with having a child, like postpartum stuff like that. Not to say that she had it, but like just Monice as a person. Like, I think that I don't think anything ill of her. And she entertains me when she does lose it on the show. (laughs) But I don't think I would be friends with her if I was on the show (laughs) because she loses it on the show. (laughs) But I say all that to say, like, I actually can see the human side. Like, on the reunion when she like shut down, that was me. I, I was like, I know it shut down when you I see right. it. Yeah, right. Ba- yeah, it. baby. And then and I, <laughs> and and I knew was why like, she had shut down. Look, she was tired. They were all, I don't know how the hell this we, turned into the love and hip hop episode of the I podcast. Know, right? sure but did. <laughs> anyway, they were, they were like, like just completely attacking her as a mom because there were some custody issues between her and her son's father. And people who literally had never filmed with her, people who had who knew nothing about her, they were literally jumping up out of their seats in the audience telling her how terrible of a mother she was and what should have mattered. It was disgusting. Well, and I don't think mm. that, and part of me feels like, I don't know if from my perspective, I felt like they were attacking her. Like they were just going hard for being moms. And like there was no understanding of some moms 
may not have had that different storylines right because you even see how her mom is like you know oh my god like like, to see somebody's mom being like that you would almost understand why they struggle i saw someone post a clip on twitter her mom sounds like a news anchor yeah she does she runs she's always running a campaign she sounds like a she sounds like a crook she sounds like somebody who always is working on a pyramid scheme you know wanting you to do something buy into something she she, you know trying to fast talk you and get your money she's a crook she'd be friends with her Insurance, that kind of shit. She wanted to be friends with Amarosa. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, For real. So For real. Right, so anyway, let, let's get. <laughs> well, that was a really interesting icebreaker. It was. It was a good icebreaker one, right? slash bonus episode. Um, <laughs> oh, love and hip hop YouTube. Who would you love be? And who would you? YouTube. YouTube. So you know, is... Cheska Lee gonna be on the it franchise. Would, listen, it the would be Reed me, be a... Kid Fury. <laughs> Jessica mm-hmm. Lee, oh, Shameless we, Maya, Ray Ray. We could do a whole TV show with, really, with the people we as, know. No, never as mind. As crazy no, as we all are. No, never mind. 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 Back that all the way up. And we're going to go right on into the questions. What are you talking about? Explain it to the Nothing. Listeners. Nothing. I just, I thought about doing a TV show. And then I was like, no, because then they're going to write in back. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then Mona's going to send somebody an email. And I'm not working with Mona, so never mind. I, just, I fuck with Mona. But I would do it my way. I'd make Mona wanna. <laughs> <laughs> Mona, won't you do it my way? <laughs> so we got Song of the Week. Words. Boom, it just hit me. Oh, Song wow. of the Week time. Here we this go. week, Here we since go. this is our second time mentioning Fetty Wap the Great, let's go on and just give the Song of the Week to Fetty Wap. But this is an unknown gem that was not released on his album. Most people don't necessarily know about this, but it's a song that really made me appreciate Fetty Wap as a classically trained, you know, opera vo- opera singer. What? You know, trained. yes, like Fetty, Fetty. This is what made me realize he was a Braxton. <laughs> this is what made me realize that Fetty was a Winans. This is what made me feel like Fetty was a Simpson. Who else is some singing ass families? Who else? This is what Fetty made me feel like. Was, is he a Campbell? Uh, a Campbell. No, their last name isn't a Campbell. Jackson? That's their married name. Well, you, well, Atkins. Mary Mary and them. Atkins. Atkins. Yep. Um, so this is what made me realize that Fetty was a vocalist. There is a song. There's a song in you. It is not Shout that out one. to that's a secondary song, and I heard that too. <laughs> that's the second I, I could I could get you, but I'm not. So <laughs> moving forward, uh, there is a um there's a song secondary song of the week is by Phyllis Hyman. It's called oh um, my God. it's called <laughs> How you uh, go right because they just hear you when it said there's a song in you. Fetty the vocalist. We ain't even gonna get to. Here we go. Here we go. I'm about to I'm about to tie it all together. Go ahead. Tie it up. Here we go. Tighten the There's a song that they use to sample on "Song Cry" by Jay Z, and Phyllis Hyman has a version of it. I can't think of the name of it, but it's it's that. <laughs> so the second, the real song of the week, though, and leave that in too. The real song of the week, though, and add, give me some strains this week. The real song, the real the real song of the week is "Zuwap." By Fetty uh, Wap, I almost literally said Fetty Braxton, but there was <laughs> Fetty a Braxton. there was a, there was a clip of this that went around Twitter. It was a thirty second <laughs> Fetty Jackson. See, no stop, no. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to just watch. Look, this is the question. Y'all do it when y'all. So do it's so, like, so it's it's Fetty Wap and it's called Zuwap and it's the song. The last thirty seconds of this song will make you really want him to win a Grammy Award for best vocal performance. Okay. Yeah, opera, jazz, hell, anything that really takes you using your voice as an instrument, and that's for Fetty. 
He may not have, well, he can sing. <laughs> he may not have some things, but he got a voice. <laughs> Let's no, go. Come no. On. Come on, no, man. No, I'm leaving with my patty <laughs> That's pie. what you get. That's what you get. That's Come what on. you get. No. Well, what I was saying no. he didn't have was a short paternity because he, there's a rumor uh, going around that he has. Uh, oh, my no, God. We're look not going back to love and hip-hop. Look how it all comes together. Look how it all comes together. Great way to play that off. Fatty Wap, did it work out? <laughs> oh, Fetty, Fetty Wap is, is expecting a baby with Masika, who is a really pretty girl on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And Too she's bad saying she was that, that he's, she's pregnant by Fetty Wap, and he's saying maybe not. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how that plays out. But mm. shout out to Fetty Wap. Listen to the last seconds, of, the last 30 I like seconds of Zoo Wap. how it all just fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with that being said. <laughs> now that we got that shit out the way. <laughs> well. Asante, bless us with the news. As <laughs> as per usual, please send in all submissions to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Questions, comments, icebreakers, concerns, pictures. No, don't send no concerns. For Dustin pictures. And Fran. And Fran. <laughs> Jordans I mean, for hey, Dustin. Okay. A little motivation ain't never hurt nobody. I'm accepting I'm accepting <laughs> Jordans. Um I'm accepting <laughs> Nike <laughs> flip flops. Nike Elite socks, you, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can send me incense and tea and... Mm-hmm. You know what? I was going to get you something for Christmas, friend. And I'm not telling you that I'm not, but I don't know what to get you. You're a hard person to shop for. I'm actually the easiest person I know to that shop you're for. Easy, I know that it's easy to shop for you, but it makes it harder. Because like, when you're trying to get something that means That's something... That's different, right. I get like, that. You, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, if I bought you like a Ferrari, not that I have it, you would be like, oh, that's cool, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's a car. I can't. I don't drive. And it's going to be like, but it's a Ferrari, bitch, selling. And like, you're not going to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, send in your submissions. So we're going to do an update. Ooh. Less. I wonder which one, because we had a few that we asked last time. <laughs> right. So we read a letter about a housing situation. I've been dying <gasps> to hear we about this. We got the update on that? We do. We do have the update on this. This is the one where she was worried about him cheating? Yeah. Mm. And and honestly, for those of you out there listening um, that have probably sent in updates, like I've received some of your updates and some of y'all asked me specifically not to read them out loud. And other ones of y'all, it's just oh, we haven't really? done it yet. Yeah, that's why but, you ain't heard them. But some of them, but, and that doesn't <laughs> like, go for what? all of them. I know somebody like, well, I'm not doing. But no, some of y'all don't even care. Anyway, for those of y'all that do, that's what this is. Here is the response for what we were talking about last week. So ready. Um, should we give an overview of what it was about? Yeah, just in case. Uh, so a young lady wrote in, and she had a boyfriend that they were living together for about six years, and they have a child together. And long story short, the young lady got a job, and she had to moved to be closer to her job and her boyfriend stayed in the city and he couldn't afford to be where they all were and he ended up getting a place that was a lot cheaper and he has a female roommate now so and who is the female roommate to him a friend, uh, just right? a friend yeah um not a cousin so not, it's not just a, a regular roommate they actually have a friendship yeah okay so and the girlfriend wrote in worried because she sort of was feeling a bit insecure about mm-hmm. the dynamic. And I think the situation was a little bit newer than we realized because it almost seemed like it had been happening and I think we were commenting as if um, it's something that we wouldn't have been going through for a while. But uh, she said to clear a few things up, my boyfriend and his new female roommate have only been living together for about two weeks. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> right. He had not have been doing have been apart doing the long distance relationship thing for four months. So I guess he had, you know, just finally um, moved out of where he was and okay. couldn't afford. 
Um, or he just, they didn't want to spend that money. At the time, my letter had only been living with the girl for a few days. It may seem petty, but yes, even after a couple of days, I was sick about it enough to write in to you well, guys. yeah. Girl, we it get it. Perfect I know. Sense. We get it. Like, even before they moved okay. in, I would have been yeah. sick. It makes perfect sense now. Thanks for the update. Two, when my boyfriend was looking to move out of our old place, she was at the same time desperate for someone to sublease the other bedroom at her apartment because her previous roommate had up and left her. She offered him the space because she hadn't been able to find anyone else to fill it. At the, <laughs> at the time of my letter, I... No. <laughs> Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> the friend zone is awful. <laughs> Woo! And I didn't... I, listen hands off i didn't have nothing to do with that like it just happened the jokes just right <laughs> she offered him that space he's fighting over here she offered him this <laughs> she offered him the space because she hadn't been okay. been able to f- <laughs> <laughs> at the time of my letter i had yet to meet the female roommate she was not a very close friend of mine or my boyfriend's before they started living together so i understand why she didn't reach out to me Looking back on it, perhaps my biggest issue with the whole thing was the fact that I didn't know much about her. Okay. Oh, okay. see, I misunderstood. I thought so, they were homies. Yeah. We sorry, girl. We, 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 we got all the facts. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well, don't worry, because fast forward to today. I took your advice, and I went to visit my boyfriend yes. and also meet his roommate yes. this past weekend to get a vibe. Nothing about either of their behavior gave me an inkling that there was something going on. That's and, how you know it is. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> In fact, she seems so into school. She's studying to be a doctor and getting her own shit together that she couldn't care less about what my man is doing. Good. That's right. Okay. That's right. Still watch her, but good. Look, and and good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hope it stays that way. She seems to maintain a healthy distance, and she even encouraged me to visit as much as I want. Although she seems genuine, this whole thing is still going to take some getting used to. That's right. Luckily, my boyfriend's willingness to go above and beyond to make me unco- to make me comfortable has helped that process. Like Fran said, temptation is an MF, and it's not that I di- don't trust him, but I acknowledge that he and her are both human and anything can happen. Yes. Exactly. That's the reality of it. That's right. So keep your guard up, girl. Thank you for writing <laughs> Thank in. Thank you so much for the update. <laughs> I have to tell you that, but like, it's great that you and your boyfriend have that relationship, but keep your guard up because you don't know that other girl. And, the, you know, uh, someone on SoundCloud under the episode brought up a good point. Because if I remember correctly, she said that they're about an hour apart. I think she said two hours. Oh, it's two. Okay. I yeah. guess because someone on one of our listeners on SoundCloud was saying, you know, the average person's commute is an yeah. hour nowadays. Like, why don't y'all just try to make it work and move in together? Yep. Which is true. Commutes. I mean, if you live in L.A., it's two hours. Yeah, like, but to go three miles. And, right. And you know what? On some real, I'm about to say something real petty. Like, that's why a lot of, like, dates and stuff don't happen in New York City. Your commute is only an hour on that train. Like, if I'm in Harlem and you're in Brooklyn, I'm not, like, trying to do this. <laughs> I'm just saying. So That's the, true. It's but like, I know uh, they have a child involvement, right. so, so it's a little different. No, yeah, but I thought that was <laughs> cool advice. I mean, because the average commute is that long. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, if it's two hours, that's a little that's bit different. That's understandable. Yeah. You're right. That's a little harder. <clears throat> well, thanks for the update. Thanks for writing in. Um, I get I'm apprehensive to do this other update. Why? Because she just gives like a lot of different details about things. But this is an update that we do need to talk about. Um, last week we talked about the merging of the ex boo and the new boo. 
uh, the business one, right? Yeah. They had, were running um, a business this together. woman had an ex that is randomly getting into business with her new boo. And she wrote into the show. And she didn't want one of them to know, right? She didn't know. She was torn between telling either of them. Right. right? She hasn't Just told anybody yet. Right, it up, period. Yeah. 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 So she's wondering if yeah, she was. Yeah, well, clearly the ex recent, knows. And it's her most recent ex, no, right? No, the ex don't know. No, I'm saying, like, oh. you get what I'm saying? Like, right. her and the ex have the relationship. So the person who's completely in the dark is the new guy. Well, she, oh, so she cleared it up. Okay. Um, Here we go. Just wanted to clear some things up. Thank y'all. Y'all are so, yeah, I like that y'all be clearing things up. Um, I've been living out of state for the last nine months and recently moved back home. So I've been disconnected from most of what's been happening in our community. Okay. Um, the new boo and I met at a restaurant in a neighboring city, and we found out that we lived in the same city, so we decided to get to know each other for that reason. He, the new boo, also, also recently moved back home, so the chances of him knowing my ex should have been slim. The new boo currently holds a position that normally see I'm gonna take out some of your details girl because I don't want you to get caught up um <laughs> his new boo basically has a position that's responsible for certain things so the ex needs something that they could actually get from the new boo because of their political position got it got um, it well it sounds like she sounds right? like she's dating up now. so while talking to the ex <laughs> they said that they uh, landed a big contract of some sort and they were talking about who this person was that they landed it with and that's how she found out it was her new boo mm. so she doesn't want to seem salty by telling the new boo because he probably shut the contract down oh, and she don't no. want to see what a position of being right so now I get it, girl. When you said it, it seemed like scandal. Well, why you ain't say that And it still seems time. like scandal, but in a different <laughs> way. Y'all done called her a liar in the last episode. Well, why you ain't look, say that it, shit in the first place? Look, Damn. You, you need to write a book. You was real good with them words. That felt juicy when I was reading. I was like, oh, girl, I don't know what to do for you. Um, Damn, you know, in that case, shit. And she also goes as far as That's to say they, they have they live in a, a very small community type ordeal so everyone in the same line of work pretty much knows, knows each, other, each other and they cross paths at some point oh well in that case it won't be a big deal anyway because everybody dates everybody anyway it's a small community well you well, know how the egos are when it comes to relationships well I, right. she, I don't even think that she is faced by the thought of her of you know losing the new boo mm -hmm. i think she really she, she don't want to fuck the money up. she don't want to seem bitter towards the ex and right. she also don't want to you know have that weird thing with the new boo you know what I, from what I remember, I thought you said that your ex was hitting on you and stuff. I say you just going ahead and tell your new boo, your new boo, and he's if he does shut the contract down, good. That's your ex. You need to leave that in, my, in the past. I, I go ahead, friend, but I have I have a thought. I I think you know I'm gonna say she should tell the, the ex the new boo because that's what I'm saying. She should tell the because new boo because this is your new life. Yes. So you always you always want to nurture what's happening in your now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because giving too much attention to the past kind of doesn't make sense. It's, you're working backwards at this point. And if your new boo happens, why are you calling him new boo? I feel so. <laughs> if what are we gonna call boo, him? <laughs> James. The new boo is James. <laughs> Jody. Jody got your girl and gone. Right. Oh, ooh, song number two. Oh, no. Look up. You look already up, did look a second. You did song number. Th well, then song number three then. <laughs> Look up, uh, look up, Jody by Johnny Taylor. The episode is almost over. Y'all finish it. <laughs> Jody, look up, look up, Jody Damn. by Johnny Taylor. It's a, it's a song about a man taking another man's woman, 
and he he said that 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 the man came home from work and saw the other man's shoes on the front porch. That's how he knew it was another man oh, in the house. Hell no. Jody, Jody got your girl and gone. Jody, go ahead. So, okay, so Jody, mm-hmm. Jody, <laughs> you need to tell Jody the truth Lord, pretty because Jody. if Lord Pretty Flacco Jody, because if you don't tell him. And he finds out your ass you're going to look so shady and you're going to actually look worse than what it actually is. Because yep, yep. he's going to be like, if it's nothing, then why couldn't you say it? That's exactly. what I'm saying. The you, been- to not be put in that position, like I said, you're in your now right now. So focus on who is in your now. That's right. So nurture that. That's Tell right. Him. The ex going to have to understand he's going to be collateral damage. That's just the break. Them's the breaks. I agree with you, friend. No, and I, I think that if, if, if this conversation is handled right... <laughs> if the conversation <laughs> is handled right, nobody will get their feelings hurt. Like, right. just say, like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. And you're probably not going to believe this, but that's actually my ex. Like, how random. And you, you said know? it's a small yeah. community, so it's not like. And know. I think that your new boo absolutely will cancel that contract. So when he does, unfortunately, you are going to look a certain way to your ex. But but that's th- it's it your is. ex. I'm sorry. It's gonna... either your ex loses or you lose. And that's the thing. If your ex does you think about successfully it, so have this contract, you're going to have to deal with the ex and the new boo who might not even be the new boo anymore after this is all said and done. If you tell the ex first before the new boo. Like, you know what? I think that you should find a way to tell them both at the same time. Not together. But, that would be awkward. <laughs> but if you could, you know, tell your ex, uh, I'm telling, like, you know, I have a man and this man is that boss you told me about um, and I have told him. So if your contract doesn't go through, it's because of that. But I have no ill will, no love lost. It's really just because you can't be in this new chapter of my life if this is something I'm going to move forward in. And well, I, hopefully we're talking about some mature people, especially because I know we were saying that they held some type of positions of importance. So if someone has a position like that, hopefully they're mature enough to not to, to leave business business and right, personal and personal. personal, personal. Mm. So hopefully yeah. they won't like you know renege on the contract just because mm. somebody used to smash their girl. Like well, I don't I, know. I, I, hopefully I would love to know. be that optimistic, <laughs> yeah. but the fact that you even <laughs> said that too, and just thoughts of how people can be because yeah. because when petty strikes, especially if you're in business and you have power see it all the time yeah power is a crazy oh high yeah. it makes people <laughs> but that's that's our advice hopefully it helps and Are it we... sounds like you rebounded well <laughs> right okay okay so, so if this <laughs> okay. one loses you only gonna win again sometimes you have to lose to win again so kamora so kamora you write us back and let us Kimora. know <laughs> Kimora, I'm done. mariah you write us back I all the people out. that's doing better now <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he don't call the Kamora Mariah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the ones is dating better now. Do we have a time for another one or is that it? Yeah, we haven't really even or done maybe that was Those were updates. We we just did two updates. We didn't even do that. I just figured we weren't doing the questions. We all <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the whole love and hip hop episode, the Dustin soundtrack episode. I was like, we're not even gonna read no letters. Well, I today. guess we got time for one. Oh, I got another song. I'm just playing. <laughs> there you go. That no, Patty Pie put a battery in his back. Okay, he <laughs> ain't, even, ain't even ain't even open it. Ain't even had a whiff of it. I can't even believe I'm looking at it. Oh my I'm god! So excited. I'm just glad I was able to give that to you, folks. Okay, so here's. Uh, and That's I heard the pie is like the grams of like fat and sugar. <laughs> it's like straight diabetes in there. Um, I heard fiction. I ate. <laughs> I think I ate more than half of that like, pie yes. last night and under. I ate more than half of that pie last night. Look up the nutritional facts. I, oh, I, I, I hate to. to be that person. Look, I'm but still you alive. Know, I'm, I'm sitting person. right here. I'm energized. <laughs> Obviously, something in that nutrition is like working up. for me. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> 
Batty, batty. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Say my name. Hey. Uh, well, I'm going to go on ahead and do this question, and we'll see how it goes. Um, this one, I've been with my boyfriend for a little over a year now. Uh, I've lost nearly 40 pounds from eating well and hitting the gym. Congratulations, Congratulations. Girl. That's a lot of weight. We're in a long-distance relationship. I go to school on the East Coast, and he's back home in California. So I send him pro- progress pics all the time. When mm-hmm. I went back home for Thanksgiving, he seemed to appreciate my body. But when I got back to school to finish the semester, he began to make snide comments about how I should gain the weight back because he's a chubby chaser that likes big women. He's mentioned in the past that he liked wow. big women, but never in a way that made me feel like I had to change what I was doing. Lately, he's been saying that I look like a stick. I look sickly, that I'm too skinny, and that I'm losing my figure. I understand that everyone has their preferences, and I don't feel any type of way because he likes big women. In fact, when we first started dating, I was much heavier than I am now, but I had already lost about 15 pounds then. My issue comes from the feeling of the lack of support from him on his weight loss journey, on, my, on this weight loss journey, and ultimately my feelings of inadequacy that stem from him basically beating into my brain that he likes big women, and I am no longer a big woman. His comments have gotten under my skin in such a way that it's affecting the quality of my workouts because they're all I can think about when I'm at the gym. Mm-hmm. I've expressed to him that I have no interest in regaining any weight. I'm happy and healthy, and I have a, la- a healthy, active lifestyle that I lead now and all the aesthetics that come with it. As much as I love him, I'm not willing to go back to feeling uncomfortable in my own skin and risking risking my health just so he can have the pleasure of saying he has a BBW. Wow. How would you three suggest about having this conversation with him in a way that he won't completely shut me out? Every girl wants to feel beautiful with her man, and unfortunately right now, I feel nothing but. Hmm. That's a tough one. That is tough. Well, I think I think that... Um, <clears throat> It kind of made me uncomfortable when you said some of the things that he had been saying to you um, since your weight loss. Uh, when, when you, I've never had a problem with like being overweight, but I have seen a lot of people that have had that problem and 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 have like you know, I'm saying that problem because you know there was something they were trying to change, right? So there's been a mental component there. And that's where like the real work took place to even make your mind over to make better, make different decisions as far as what you eat, as far as exercising. And so for someone to kind of devalue that and then expect you to actually go backwards when you've made changes for like, you know, you've grown, you know, you've you've evolved. And so for someone to ask you to reverse that, I kind of think that's inappropriate. And so. I think that this is a situation where you should listen to what the universe is telling you. Like if mm-hmm. you've made this change that's so positive in your life and, and, and really just freed you and someone is telling you, no, go back to what you were before, then that may be the universe telling you that that person is not who needs to be in your life now. And so you're, you've, you've even said that you don't want him to, in this conversation that you have, you don't want him to completely shut you out. But you're saying something that's very important, and that's what deserves the focus more than his reaction. So I think that there's a deeper issue here as far as him and you feeling like you have to please him or you have to make him happy, even when it comes to compromising literal, literally your physical person. You know, that's a little extreme. Yeah. So just, just think about that. If that works for you, then go ahead and taper the conversation to his needs, but just give that some thought, like, is that really even someone that you want at this point in your life, in this new life that you have, in this new body? You know, do you really want that type of energy? So that's all I have to say. 
Hmm, that's a tough one. I mean, I agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I think of relationships, I always think of the friendship aspect right. of, of a relationship first right. before the intimacy and you know the the more conventional things that people think of when they think of a partner or boyfriend and the friendship aspect of it is so make or break when it comes to me like I need to feel like you're my friend you care about not just me being your girlfriend but me as a person outside of our relationship you know like you Mm. care about me as an individual whether we're together or not that's something that's very important to me and I feel what he's saying to you is that his sexual and intimate preferences are more important than your life. Yeah, yeah. And your and your happiness in your mind. And that, to me, that's a bit odd, you know, because he's, he's showing his inability to separate uh, this union from you as just as a person, as right. a friend that, yep. that you're supposed to actually care for as a person. Right. You know, we don't own each other. We don't, no one belongs to anyone. So it's like, sad that he can't be proud of you and encourage you and be like yo like you lost 40 pounds like that's crazy you know like the average person if this is something you really wanted to do and weight loss is such a struggle they'd be hyped trying to be at the gym for you you know with you if anything like yo let's go together like i got you let's cook together let's grocery shop together like you know you're supposed to be supporting each other at least so i think this is you know it says a lot more about the 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 quality of the relationship that you guys have as a whole. I agree. Yeah, and I, I think, I don't know. I mean, you know, I understand love is, is tricky and difficult. Obviously, I think you should sit with him, but I feel like he's already showing you who he is, so I'm not really yeah. sure what answers you're looking for. Uh, yeah. He already I told mean, he's you telling how he you feels. straight up. Yeah. He's telling you straight up that, you know, you're looking I'm for a, a closure. chaser. Right, you're looking for <laughs> a closure in the conversation that he essentially already gave you. I mean, so. I, I don't want to kick it to you like this, but I'm going to just <laughs> go as far as to say, if he's telling you straight up, like, I'm a chubby chaser, not to say that you need to decide, am I going to gain this weight back or am I going to keep living my life? You need to keep living your life. And it sucks, unfortunately, that he hasn't made the connection that um, it's not even about him. It's really about you taking the time out to look at the decisions you make and take control of those decisions. And I don't even think that he even has realized the power that that's had to take. Maybe he hasn't crossed that road yet. So not to just say you just need to leave that loser in the dust because he ain't thinking right. But right, at least give him a don't, chance. Don't give anyone, him, I guess. Well, losing weight for yourself and doing anything for yourself don't give anyone more control over the situation than you because you're doing everything to make yourself happy ultimately exactly. and you're not going to be happy making everybody else happy yes this is your significant other yes this is your boyfriend but you are also their significant other okay you're their girlfriend they should also take that in consideration An honor and if they're it, yeah. not then you know it's going to be a hard conversation to have any which way you do it but the way that they have just said to you, I'm a chubby chaser, you should also say, I am not going to gain this weight back. Like, I'm going to continue to be healthy, so what are we going to do to make this work? Right. And if you can't make it Crossroads. work, girl, it's going to be a whole new season when you let that new body out the bag. Like, just letting you know. <laughs> Options. Because I haven't even, like, really switched it up, but, like, France today was talking about the G changing. <laughs> the glow up. I'm just telling the you. The glow up is real. Enjoy it. <laughs> and enjoy it. That keep, might keep going look, hard, and this, summer's right around. Girl, the this might be your way out, girl. Yeah, this could it's, be. It's it. a long distance relationship. It's a long yes. winter. This might be a whole uh, all more weight that you need to get rid of. You talking about all right? The, right. <laughs> Honestly, look, and you know what? 
Look, but that was a good one. But you onto something because I feel like for me personally, like when I started losing weight because I had more energy, like I was losing weight in other areas. Like it transcends. You're trimming the fat in other areas of your life because you're realizing. Say that. Because you know when I was, I've been slimming down, and because I've been on the show with y'all, my energy's been changing. Like some days I'm up and down, but like. I left one night after you gave that advice about cleaning the room. That's when I bought the stones and got a new bed frame and started turning my shit around. I was like, you know what? I can't live like this. Yep. Like, this is New York City. I have to have my peace of mind. So I need to be like Fran and get my shit in order to make sure that I'm living the way that I want to live to keep going. So, girl, you have to do what you have to do for you. Agreed. <laughs> right. Agreed. Woo. Well, we hope that helps I you. I hope so, girl. And we hope the, with the updates of that helped you too and to those listening that could possibly relate to these questions any church announcements fellas no i just got a patty pie in my hands and well i got a patty pie in my hands and i'm just i'm so happy i don't know what to do i'm telling you for real when you get home go ahead pre the oven first when Mm -hmm. you before you put anything down just pre the oven go Mm -hmm. get yourself ready and then pop it in when it's ready by the time you have taken lift off you can't wait (laughs) i cannot wait I'm well, so grateful. God we love is good. You guys. I, I might preheat your oven when we get back up time. I might. <laughs> 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 you said I'm gonna preheat your oven. <laughs> okay. okay. You got, you got a stone to preheat the oven from here. <laughs> from right. here, right? Okay. You just a remote stone. <laughs> you put a little coal on top of it. Put a little coal on top <laughs> yeah. of the stove and make sure it's always hot. <laughs> Charcoal, guys. All right, y'all. Holla. Thank you so much Bye, for listening. Y'all. We'll hear you next week. Protect your magic. Yeah, I'm gonna holler at y'all next week though. Bye. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.